Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Wolves Express, brought to you by MyDieselClaim.com. Check if you are eligible for significant compensation for free at MyDieselClaim.com. Neto, it's the penalty area! Yes! Pedro Neto! What a moment! What a finish! His long wait for a Premier League goal is at an end. Oh no, penalty's given! By the hand of Xao Gomez! No, it deflects off his leg onto yeah. his arm. It hits the leg and no. then hits the arm. That no. shouldn't be a penalty kick. Shouldn't be. Penalty's given. No. Morris to step up. And he scores. Sends Jose Sarr the wrong way. Luton a level. The sense of injustice that will fire through this Wolves team. This is Wolves Express, the official Wolves podcast, bringing you the latest updates from your club. And that was the moment that Luton Town were controversially awarded a penalty in the weekend's 1-1 draw at Kenilworth Road. Ten-man Wolves had to scrap for their Premier League point on the road, and the decision to award the hat as a spot kick left manager Gary O'Neill scratching his head. If that is a penalty, we're in a real bad place of where the rules are. I just don't understand. There have only been six games this season in the Premier League, but it's not the first time Wolves have been on the wrong end of a dubious decision much to the frustration of club legend Andy Thompson. I don't want to keep having apologies all season about errors and mistakes that they're making which are costing us points. But despite what was a difficult afternoon at Kenilworth Road in more ways than one, Pedro Neto showed his quality with an excellent solo effort and he's hungry to add more to his tally for the season. It was a difficult injury but I love to do what I do. I work for the team. And I think we'll get there. We will continue to work hard. Welcome to the show. This is Wolves Express, the official podcast bringing you the latest news and updates from the old gold. On today's show, we'll get all of the fallout from Wolves' away trip to Luton Town at the weekend, a game packed full of talking points, which ended in a one-all draw. We'll get the thoughts of goalscorer Pedro Neto and club legend Andy Thompson soon, but first, let's hear what Wolves manager Gary O'Neill made of his side's display. 
In the build-up to this game, O'Neill described his side's first-half performance against Liverpool recently as incredible and no doubt was hoping for more of the same at Kenilworth Road. But the manager felt his players weren't at their best in the opening 45 on Saturday. Extremely disappointed with the first 20-25 minutes. I'm not sure on what it was exactly on the clock, but we knew that today would be a test of sort of mentality and being ready to go. And Luton was sort of aggressive, went man for man, and we sort of lost every duel. Every time it went into our forward players, it, it bounced off them. Every time it went into theirs, it stuck. When it dropped into midfield, they were faster to it. So it was extremely disappointed with the first 20-25 minutes. So much so that we had to change shape and try and get a foothold, which I, I thought then we did. We sort of saw off that terrible spell and managed to make the game slightly more even and then suffer a yeah, crazy moment from Jean. Um, and from that moment, it's, it's going to be a tough hour or so. Um, and I asked a big question of the players at half-time and they managed to produce second half, to be fair to them, to come from the first 20 minutes and then lose a man and then to be able to respond the way they did and, and fight the way they did till, till the very end um, and deserve to win the game is um, yeah, was a big effort from them. The Wolves boss had to negotiate a tricky afternoon on the touchline as after a sluggish start, his team were then reduced to 10 men after jean Rietner Belgard was sent off. Here's the manager's take on the red card. Uh, yeah, so I, I only saw it back on the little iPad while they were doing the check and they looked like they're coming together and it looked like John sort of kicked out a little bit. So I, I, I'll watch it back to have a real clear view on it. But if he, if he has kicked out, then you can understand the red card. John is, is very disappointed about it, apologised to the to the group and myself. Um, yeah, and it's just something we can't have. You know, I, I spoke a lot about trying to trying to fix sort of some of the craziness within the group um, and that that's sort of an extreme version of it. Like we can't have that. You can't be successful in football matches if someone does that. Like the fact we leave with a point after that is is one hell of an effort for everybody. But more, more times, more often than not, if someone does something like that, you're going to walk away with no points, which which we can't afford to do. So Jean's aware. Players are all aware that things like that can't happen because you just leave the rest of the team so exposed. Um, so yeah, I, I believe from the word around it, it was probably a red card. If O'Neill was accepting of the red card in his post-match press conference, he certainly didn't feel the same way about the decision to award Luton a penalty later on in the game. Here's how he saw the incident, which saw his side pegged back for a point. Yeah, it's never a penalty. I mean, it's an ter absolutely terrible decision, I think. it. Yeah, if that, if that is a penalty, we're in a real bad place with where the rules are. I mean... Uh, I've got the rules that were sent to us on my phone and mitigating circumstances for handball are if it hits the same player on a different body part and has a significant change of trajectory, then it's not handball. I forgive the referee, of course, and, and I also understand their, their, their reasoning is that Jao's hand is too far from his body, which I get. So if the ball hits him directly on the hand, I fully accept that that, that is a penalty. The fact is that his leg and possibly his chest, someone told me it hit two body parts before it hit his arm. Uh, I've only seen the leg, but the fact it hits his leg and has a massive change of trajectory to hit his arm, but the rules state it, it's not a penalty. I've got, I mean, yeah, we've been sent the rules, we've been told how it's going to work. Yeah, I just, I, I just don't understand. Obviously, there's a lot of pressure and there's a lot at stake while you're out there, and you try and have a calm conversation with a fourth official, which I did while the check was going on, and I was like, just so you know, mate, like we've seen that. It's clearly hit his leg, it's gone in the opposite direction, and then it's hit him on the hand. Like, the rule states that can't be a penalty. So I trust you're going to come to the right conclusion. And then you sit down and you trust they are. And then when they don't, you then 
I then don't know where to go with that. I think it's a, it's a really difficult situation as a manager because you're asked to be calm, you're asked to behave in a certain way, which I try to do. But then what I'm sent rules-wise isn't then followed up. So I, I, it's a difficult situation, but let's, I want to move back away from that as quickly as we can because there's a group that underperformed massively for a spell. I asked big questions of them and they gave absolutely everything out. And we leave with a point, which is probably more than what people would have expected with 30 minutes on the clock. There wasn't just frustration on the touchline, there was frustration in the commentary box too. Old gold legend Andy Thompson was alongside Mikey Burrows for Matchday Live at Kenilworth Road, and the Wolves TV commentary team also struggled to wrap their heads around the decision. Everybody else knows the rules of it, apart from the referee and the, the gentleman who's in charge of the VAR. But we have the benefit, as the video assistant referee does, of having a screen. And immediately when we looked at the screen, you see the deflection is clear as day. It is not as if his arm is close to it and it kind of deflects off his leg. If his arm was down by the side of his body and it hits his leg and then his arm and it's, there's a, you know, a fraction, you could kind of go, yeah. OK. Yeah. But it deflects off his leg and goes up into the air. Yeah. Had the cross hit his arm direct, yeah. fair well, enough, well, the basic, Well, the basic, he's, he's kicked it onto his own arm. So, look, how can, how can you get away with doing that with the way that he's, he's defended? He's put the block in and it's gone up there. And there's no way he can react off that with the way that he's gone on it. And But as you had a look at the rule book uh, about, like, say, he can't come off a body part and go onto your hand. It can't be a penalty. Haven't they Haven't they not got a rule book? Because and, and <laughs> I'm just baffled sometimes about players. So, look, and, the Man, and I'll keep going back to the Man United game, which was only six games ago where a goalkeeper comes out, takes two of our players out, and the decision is no penalty. OK, we've had an apology off uh, the Referees Association straight away, but I don't want to keep having apologies all season about errors and mistakes that they're making, which are costing us points. You can hear more of the immediate reaction from the weekend's 1-1 draw with Luton with Tomo and Mikey on Matchday Live Extra. Just search for Wolves Weekly wherever you listen to your podcasts. One player who has been a shining light for Wolves so far this season is Pedro Neto. The forward found the net brilliantly against Luton and ended his long wait for a goal in the Premier League after having some rotten luck with injury in recent times. And after the game, he shared his thoughts with Sky Sports' Patrick Davidson. I think uh, we showed as a group what we can do, you know. It's a difficult pitch. Uh, we knew that it would be a tough game. Uh, then in the, in the first half, the red card. And uh, we showed that we are a team. We showed what we can do. Uh, it was hard, I think, after we scored the goal, you know, uh, to go as a penalty. That uh, I didn't see the image yet, so I will not say anything about it. But I think we, we have to start from here as well. We have to continue as a team and show the group we are because we didn't need them. All right. What was it a day that required a lot of fight? The first 20 minutes were really difficult for you. Then you get into the game, then you have a man sent off, then you get ahead, but then they get the penalty. So it just felt like quite a bit went against you. I think it was a test for us as well. Uh, we showed as a group that we are strong. Uh, we have difficult features in the first, in the first uh, matches. Uh, we showed the team that we are, of course. Here to play every, everywhere, it's difficult to come here and uh, and get a point. Uh, even uh, with one man less, of course, we wanted to win. But uh, I think oh, most of the teams that will come here, it will be a tough game. And just talk to us about your forms. Got a lovely goal today. You've been creating plenty of chances, a few assists already this season. You've had a tough couple of years 
but you look at back to your very best at the moment. Like I said, it was a difficult injury. I already passed with. Uh, I had two difficult injuries in the last years, but I love to do what I do. I work hard. I work for the team, and I think we'll get there. We will continue to work hard. Ultimately, it's another Premier League point on the board for the old gold, albeit in frustrating circumstances, as it could have been more. Next up for Wolves in the top flight is the visit of title holders Manchester City, but before that there's a short turnaround for Gary O'Neill and the players as they travel to Championship High Flyers Ipswich Town in the third round of the Carabao Cup. The game with Ipswich at Portman Road kicks off at 7.45pm on Tuesday night, and you can find live commentary from Mikey Burrows and Andy Thompson on the Wolves app and wolves.co.uk with build-up starting 30 minutes before kickoff. As ever, we'll reflect on that game on Wednesday's edition of Wolves Express. So hit follow on your favourite podcast platform now, and that way you won't miss it. You'll also get the on-the-whistle thoughts of your Wolves TV commentary team by subscribing to Wolves Weekly, so search for that show too wherever you get your podcasts. But from me for today on Wolves Express, that's it. I'll speak to you again soon. Wolves Express is a voice work sport production for Wolverhampton Wanderers. Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.